Canto 10, Section 3, Number 68 An inconclusive play is reason's toil. Each strong idea can use her as its tool. Accepting every brief, she pleads her case. Open to every thought she cannot know. The eternal advocate, seated as judge, armors in logic's invulnerable mail, a thousand combatants for truth's veiled throne, and sets on a high horseback of argument to tilt forever with a wordy lance in a mock tournament where none can win. A saying thought's values with her rigid tests, balanced she sits on wide and empty air, aloof and pure in her impartial poise. Absolute her judgments seem, but none is sure. Time cancels all her verdicts in appeal. Although like sunbeams to our glow-worm mind, her knowledge feigns to fall from a clear heaven. Its rays are a lantern's lusters in the night. She throws a glittering robe on ignorance. But now is lost her ancient sovereign claim to rule mind's high realm in her absolute right. Bind thought with logic's forged infallible chain or see truth nude in a bright abstract haze. A master and slave of stark phenomenon, she travels on the roads of erring sight, or looks upon a set mechanical world, constructed for her by her instruments. A bullock yoked in a cart of proven fact, she drags huge knowledge bales through matter's dust to reach utility's immense bazaar. Apprentice, she has grown to her old drudge, and aided sense is her seeking's arbiter. This now she uses as the assayer's stone, as if she knew not facts are husks of truth, the husks she keeps the colonel throws aside. An ancient wisdom fades into the past. The age's faith becomes an idle tale. God passes out of the awakened thought. An old discarded dream needed no more. Only she seeks mechanic nature's keys. Interpreting stone laws inevitable, she digs into matter's hard concealing soil to unearth the processes of all things done. A loaded, huge, self-worked machine appears to her eyes, eager and admiring stare, an intricate and meaningless engendry of ordered, fateful, and unfailing chance, ingenious and meticulous and minute, its brute unconscious accurate device unrolls an unerring march, maps a sure road. It plans without thinking, acts without a will. A million purposes serves, with purpose none, and builds a rational world 
without a mind. It has no mover, no maker, no idea. Its vast self-action toils without a cause, a lifeless energy irresistibly driven, death's head on the body of necessity, engenders life in father's consciousness, then wonders why all was and whence it came. Our thoughts are parts of the immense machine, our ponderings but a freak of matter's law. The mystic's lore was a fancy or a blind. Of soul or spirit we have now no need. Matter is the admirable reality, the patent unescapable miracle, the hard truth of things, simple, eternal soul. A suicidal rash expenditure, creating the world by a mystery of self-loss has poured its scattered works on empty space. Late shall the self-disintegrating force contract the immense expansion it has made. Then ends this mighty and unmeaning toil. The void is left bare, vacant as before. Thus vindicated, crowned the grand new thought, explained the world, and mastered all its laws, touched the dumb roots, woke veiled tremendous powers. It bound to service the unconscious gins that sleep unused in matter's ignorant trance. All was precise, rigid, indubitable. But when on matter's rock of ages based, a whole stood up, firm and clear-cut, and safe, all staggered back into a sea of doubt. This solid scheme melted in endless flux. She had met the formless power, inventor of forms. Suddenly she stumbled upon things unseen, a lightning from the undiscovered truth, startled her eyes with its perplexing glare, and dug a gulf between the real and known, till all her knowledge seemed in ignorance. Once more the world was made a wonder-web, a magic's process in a magical space, an unintelligible miracle's depths, whose source is lost in the ineffable. Once more we face the blank unknowable, in a crash of values, in a huge doom crack, in the sputter and scatter of her breaking work, she lost her clear, conserved, constructed world. A quantum dance remained, a sprawl of chance, in energy's stupendous tripping whirl, a ceaseless motion in the unbounded void, invented forms without a thought or aim. Necessity and cause were shapeless ghosts. Matter was an incident in being's flow. Law but a clockwork habit of blind force. Ideals, ethics, systems had no base, and soon collapsed or without sanction lived. All grew a chaos, a heave and clash and strife. 
ideas warring and fierce, leaped upon life. A hard compression held down anarchy, and liberty was only a phantom's name. Creation and destruction waltzed in armed, on the bosom of a torn and quaking earth, all reeled into a world of Kali's dance. Thus tumbled, sinking, sprawling in the void, clutching for props, a soil on which to stand. She only saw a thin atomic vast, the rare point, sparse substratum universe, on which floats a solid world's phenomenal face. Alone a process of events was there, and nature's plastic and protean change, and, strong by death to slay or to create, the riven, invisible atom's omnipotent force. One chance remained that here might be a power to liberate man from the old inadequate means and leave him sovereign of the earthly scene. For reason then might grasp the original force to drive her car upon the roads of time. All then might serve the need of the thinking race, an absolute state found orders absolute, to a standardized perfection cut all things, in society build a just, exact machine. Then science and reason, careless of the soul, could iron out a tranquil uniform world, eonic seekings glut with outward truths, and a single pattern thinking force on mind, inflicting matter's logic on spirit's dreams, a reasonable animal make of man, and a symmetrical fabric of his life. This would be nature's peak on an obscure globe, the grand result of the long ages toil, earth's evolution crowned, her mission done. So might it be if the spirit fell asleep, man then might rest content and live in peace, master of nature who wants her bond-slave worked, the world's disorder hardening into law. If life's dire heart arose not in revolt, if God within could find no greater plan. But many-visaged is the cosmic soul, a touch can alter the fixed front of fate. A sudden turn can come, a road appear, a greater mind may see a greater truth, or we may find when all the rest has failed, hid in ourselves the key of perfect change. Ascending from the soil where creep our days, earth's consciousness may marry with the sun, our mortal life ride on the spirit's wing, our finite thoughts commune with the infinite. In the bright kingdoms of the rising sun, all is a birth into a power of light. All here deformed guards there its happy shape. 
Here all is mixed and marred, there pure and whole. Yet each is a passing step, a moment's phase. Awake to a greater truth beyond her acts, the Meatrix sat and saw her works, and felt the marvel in them and the force, but knew the power behind the face of time. She did the task, obeyed the knowledge given. Her deep heart yearned towards great ideal things, and from the light looked out to wider light. A brilliant hedge drawn round her narrowed her power. Faithful to her limited sphere, she toiled, but knew its highest, widest seeing was a half-search its mightiest acts, a passage or a stage. For not by reason was creation made, and not by reason can the truth be seen, which through the veils of thought, the screens of sense, hardly the spirit's vision can descry, dimmed by the imperfection of its means, the little mind is tied to little things. Its sense is but the spirit's outward touch, half-waked in a world of dark and conscience. It feels out for its beings and its forms, like one left fumbling in the ignorant night. In this small mold of infant mind and sense, desire is a child heart's cry, crying for bliss, our reason only a toy's artificer, a rule-maker in a strange, stumbling game. But she her dwarf aids knew, whose confident sight a bounded prospect took for the far goal. The world she has made is an interim report of a traveler towards the half-found truth in things moving twixt nescience and nescience. For nothing is known while aught remains concealed. The truth is known only when all is seen. Attracted by the all that is the one, she yearns towards a higher light than hers. Hid by her cults and creeds, she has glimpsed God's face. She knows she has but found a form, a robe, but ever she hopes to see him in her heart and feel the body of his reality. As yet a mask is there and not a brow, although sometimes two hidden eyes appear, reason cannot tear off that glimmering mask. Her efforts only make it glimmer more, in packets she ties up the indivisible, finding her hands too small to hold vast truth. She breaks up knowledge into alien parts, or peers through cloud rack for a vanished sun. She sees, not understanding what she has seen, through the locked visages of finite things, the myriad aspects of infinity. One day the face must burn out through the mask. Our ignorance is wisdom's chrysalis. Our error weds new knowledge on its way 
Its darkness is a blackened knot of light. Thought dances hand in hand with nescience on the gray road that winds towards the sun. Even while her fingers fumble at the knots which bind them to their strange companionship, into the moments of their married strife, sometimes break flashes of the enlightening fire. Even now great thoughts are here that walk alone. Armed they have come with the infallible word in an investiture of intuitive light that is a sanction from the eyes of God. Announcers of a distant truth they flame, arriving from the rim of eternity. A fire shall come out of the infinitudes, a greater gognos shall regard the world, crossing out of some far omniscience, on lustrous seas from the still wrapped alone, to illumine the deep heart of self and things. A timeless knowledge it shall bring to mind, its aim to life, to ignorance its close.